Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, halflings, and welcome to the beginning of our adventure of Big Trouble in Little Menus. I am your game master, Jeremy Cobb, pronouns he, him, and I am joined for this adventure by... It's me, Connie! Hi! You can find me across the internet at ByConnieChong. That's B-Y-C-O-N-I-E-C-H-A-N-G. My pronouns are they, he, and she, so you really can't go wrong with me. Uh, that's me! I'm going to be playing Jin Zhang for you all tonight, which I am so excited for. And I'm going to pass along introductions over to Margaret. Hey everyone, I'm Margaret Crone, and you can find me at Margaret Crone in most of the places. And I will be playing Jenna Ainsley, and both of us will be she, they... Hey everybody, I'm Charlene Bear. I go by Char. My pronouns are she, they, and tonight I am playing Kimberly Patterson, whose pronouns are she, her. Hello, my name is Kelly. My pronouns are they, them, and I am playing Jamie Patterson, whose pronouns are he, him. And it is I, B. Dave Walters, playing Buck Adams, and we are both he, him. Everyone. Get ready as we prepare to travel back in time to 1985. Welcome to the city of Minus, Ohio. Minus uh, is actually in this reality. Ohio does not just have three major cities because, of course, as everyone on Earth knows, uh, of the three biggest cities in Ohio are Columbus, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. I don't know why I listed Columbus first, maybe because it's the capital, uh, but Cincinnati is the best. Uh, go Bearcats and Bengals. Anyway, but in this reality, there is actually a fourth major city in Ohio. One that is even greater in influence than Cincinnati. Even greater Minus. than Cincinnati? <laughs> Look, in the 1800s, there was a period of time where Cincinnati was the sixth most populous city in the United States. I'll have you know. Uh, and also, um, Harambe was killed there, and that has dictated everything in our reality <laughs> since. But uh, we're not talking about Cincinnati. Just, if we're, oh, if we're sharing delightful Ohio factoid, more astronauts have come from Ohio than any other state. Because it sucks so bad, they leave the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Just file that one away. That is, yes. that is true, by the way, about the astronauts <laughs> from Ohio. Not because it sucks yeah. so bad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, 
Well, well, I, I like it, sort of. Uh, so, uh, Menus, however, Menus became a major economic and cultural center at the turn of the 20th century, due in large part to the presence of the Cross Company, a major manufacturing corporation that produces all manner of appliances and materials. If you're familiar with Procter & Gamble, it's kind of in that vein. Uh, another company that's based in Cincinnati. Um, but uh, it, essentially, if you can think of the product, there's a good chance the Cross Company makes a version of it. Of it. Uh, during the first half of the 20th century, Manus enjoyed a huge economic and cultural golden age, but in the last 10 years, it's fallen on hard times. Uh, the Cross Company has had a series of uh, labor disputes, and in response to these labor and union disputes, they have moved most of their major manufacturing centers out of the city proper and into a series of company towns dotted across the Midwest, and there are even reports of them moving some of their operation overseas. And as a result, much of the city's population has left in the past 10 years, leaving Manus in a state of quiet decay. Many of the city's beautiful Art Deco-style buildings are no longer in operation, though they are still uh, reasonably safe to enter. And much of the city's remaining population lives in the closest cross-company town, Little Manus, which is where our adventure will begin. just a few miles outside of the Manu's metro area. Too far to walk, but close enough for a bike ride, if you catch my drift. But we're not going to be riding bikes into big Manu's just yet. Right now, we are going to zoom in on little Manu's. We are going to zoom in on a particular house, to a particular room. And to describe this room, uh, Kelly... Would you please describe Jamie Patterson's room for us and Jamie oh God. himself? Um, so I imagine Jamie's room like one of those wood paneled kind of um, small, especially for a teenager rooms, uh, just plastered with any movie poster that he can get his hand on, uh, like covering old ones with new ones, just becoming this like almost wallpaper of uh, movie posters, a uh, small um tv with a a vhs or vcr on top of it um and a bed that is constantly not made um because what why would you make your bed you're just gonna sleep on it again and it doesn't make any sense um and uh right now uh jamie is lying on said bed uh trying to watch a uh a copy of rashomon uh, that his uh, pen pal <laughs> sent him, um, but it has no subtitles or anything, so he doesn't really understand what the plot is, but um, he's still enjoying the cinematography and what he imagines to be very creative storytelling based on what his pen pal said. Um, he is... Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what does... Let me just interrupt you, because I really want to know, what does Jamie think the plot of Rashomon is, considering he can't understand uh, what they're he's, saying? So what He's... <laughs> Pretty sure. So his pen pal told him that it's from the perspective of different people essentially telling the same story, but he thinks that it's like actually happening differently each time. And it's almost like a parallel universe. And he's creating this almost like situation where like a a rift and a vortex in space opened up in this area and everybody experienced like a different <laughs> very popular movie about rift in, in universe uh, happening recently. <laughs> you know, Jamie's thinking that it's way ahead of its time. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, Jamie is, uh, he's one of those guys that um, went through puberty 
not gently. Puberty kind of just like kicked him and he stumbled and was like two feet taller than he was the day before. None of his clothes fit anymore. So he's kind of wearing like a combination of like his dad's stuff uh, and some of his like old clothes that still kind of fit. Uh, He has no idea what to do with his medium length hair that is like constantly uh, getting curly and then getting straight and getting greasy sometimes uh, and just frequently annoyed that he doesn't understand how to control this new mech that he has been given in the last couple years. Um, (laughs) He is... What a way yeah. to describe your body. <laughs> meat suit. Meat yeah. um, he also, uh, uh, between sessions of trying to watch Rashomon, uh, is watching Footloose for like the 20th time because he has a huge crush on Kevin Bacon right now. Um, and uh, is now being forced to wear glasses um, uh, against his will, even though it makes movies clearer to watch, uh, which he is very annoyed with. Um, that he now has to wear these. <laughs> uh, a piece of information that I want to give to you about what today is, because as you're waking up, today is not just any Friday. Today is kind of a big day uh, because the your workplace, uh, Silver Screen Rentals, is actually putting on a show in honor, because tonight is going to actually be a blood moon, uh, and in honor of the blood moon, and in honor of the fact that it is the 27th anniversary of the release of this film, uh, your boss is having you run an outdoor projection, a screening of the 1958 Steve McQueen classic, The Ooh. Blob. Perfect. Now... It- I think by this point you might have heard rumblings that they're thinking of remaking uh, this movie in a few years. But uh, I can tell you that your boss is certainly not on board with this. Uh, I don't know how Jamie necessarily feels about the prospect of them remaking this classic. Uh, Who can forget that theme song? I can't. I've seen the movie one time when I was 10 years old, and I can still sing you the theme song. Uh, But uh, how is Jamie feeling knowing that essentially this has been plopped into your lap, that you're having to organize this and get as many people to come to this as possible. Uh, so I think as all of Jamie's friends know, which is uh, Buck, full stop, uh, the, uh, the the store doesn't really run if Jamie <laughs> doesn't take care of things. So uh, he's not surprised that this whole entire event has been uh, thrust upon him uh, to manage. But uh, honestly, he's just super excited for anybody who hasn't seen the blob to see the blob for the first time and has like created a, a, in a notebook, just like little trivia facts that he has gathered um, from like, you know, on uh, sending uh, letters to some of the uh, directors and people who have worked on it. Uh, Obviously word of mouth from people, people in uh, larger towns because nobody appreciates good movies here. Um, And uh, any, magazines that he can get his hand on uh so he sort of just compiled this list of like did you know this scene did you know this scene this is actually done through this. the blob is made through this um uh even if people find it incredibly annoying he doesn't care it's information that they need to know Mm -hmm. 
and in terms of location, I think because this is kind of a t- classic teen drive-in movie, I think your boss would actually uh, have recommended one of the, fa- the one of the most uh, notorious teen hangout spots, uh, the legendary rumor, uh, the rumor cave, uh, as I'm calling it right now. We can come up with another name for it, but uh, essentially, there's uh, for those of you who are not familiar, which is. Uh, I guess the whole audience, uh, unless you've listened to the previous episode, uh, there uh, one rumor about this town is that there were a series of underground tunnels that were built during the Prohibition era uh, under both uh, Big Manus and Little Manus, the whole area, uh, and a bunch of liquor got left down there after a cave-in, and now there's a cave that teens like to dare each other to go into uh, to see if they can find the booze. So, uh, oh, Char just suggested it's Bootleg Cave. Yeah. I am <laughs> on board for bootleg cave. How do we feel about bootleg cave, yes, everybody? Love it. Okay. Oh, I was, like, I was thinking of names. Too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Bootleg cave. It is. I'm writing it down right now. Uh, so uh, your boss has suggested bootleg cave, which means that you're probably going to have to lug uh, not only a bunch of chairs uh, and screen, like, but also like screen projector materials uh, all the way out to this cave. You might need some help. Uh, for this. So um, I guess my next question to you is what is Jamie doing as he gets ready for, because you do have a full school day uh, yeah. ahead of you. Um, I think uh, Jamie is packing uh, his backpack with all of the essentials. Um, I won't list off my list of backpack items, but the worn copy of uh, VHS uh, uh, Footloose does go into the backpack in case he needs to have anyone else watch it. Um, as well as like keys and stuff like that. Um, uh, get gets dressed as best as he can, uh, and then is going to see if their dad is available to help drive some of this stuff out to Bootleg Cave uh, because it is definitely mm-hmm. not going to fit on my bike, and I don't think any of my friends <laughs> own any vehicles. Uh, so mm-hmm. is going to leave uh, and lock his uh, bedroom door, much to the sc- chagrin of his parents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you as you go downstairs, uh, you see your dad there uh, talking to your mother. He's actually getting ready to go to school as well. Uh, he works at the middle school. Uh, you all, I would say, all of the characters here actually attend uh, Harriet Beecher Stowe schools. Uh, it's sort of a an elementary school, middle school, high school situation, all sort of connected. Uh, so there's three separate buildings, but they're all under the same banner. Uh, and so most people just call it HBS. It's easier to say, uh, but. But your dad works at HBS Middle, and he's he's actually a science teacher there. So he's getting prepped. Meanwhile, your mom is looking very stressed. Uh, she has been very, very busy at work recently uh, due to some issues with another – basically an employee at the company just straight up, like, left. Uh, and she has been absolutely swamped trying to cover uh, his work as well. Um, so you, your, your dad is just essentially trying to keep from – uh accidentally uh i think he's trying to keep the peace your mom when she because of how exhausted she is has gotten pretty agitated uh in general so he's just sort of quietly eating his cereal uh <laughs> as she is like going over just stacks of like papers and calculations even at the breakfast table uh her food untouched uh what do you do what do you say um, as you i'm going to uh squeak past my mom 
just sort of shimmying past holding my backpack. Uh, and I'm going to kind of like walk up to my dad and with the like best puppy dog face, but it's incredibly awkward uh, because I'm much taller than I used to be and it doesn't work anymore because I'm not a cute small child. Um, uh, dad, hey. <clears throat> Oh, uh, hey there, son. Uh, looks up uh, and says, uh, "Why don't we uh, have this conversation yes. in the living room?" Uh, he looks because your your mom almost as if like a single eye has emerged from the stack of papers. <laughs> it is just staring at the pair of you like the eye of Sauron, <laughs> uh, bloodshot and stressed. He's like, "Why don't we take this to another room? Your your mother's having a little bit of a, a rough time." Perfect. That sounds good. <laughs> Um, all right. And I'll just sort of like squeak back into our living room, which definitely has like a yellow shag carpet. So, um, what are you doing after school, um, today? Uh, well, uh, I got a big test coming up for the kids on Monday, so I'm going to be preparing for that. Uh, also, the kids have a pretty big homework assignment due today, so we're going to be doing a lot of grading. Uh, why? Uh, I have, an, I got to host a movie night, uh, at... The bootleg cave. Oh, wow. Okay. I like the first part. The second part worries worries me. me. Because now that I think about it, I don't actually know if there's any electricity out there. Um, But it is my duty Uh now. And, uh, you know, I'm not one to say uh, no to something that might help uh, the store. But I'm just... There's a lot of stuff I need to bring. I got to bring chairs i gotta bring the projector i we got like big speakers that i want to set up because we're watching the blob and you understand how important that is um of course and i was wondering course, if yeah maybe between school and and marking those tests that possibly we could uh use your truck to bring that stuff over oh wow uh, and then a follow-up when the movie is over and everybody yeah. wants to go home, can you come back and help me bring everything home or to the store again? Uh, I'm going to need you to make me a charm roll. <laughs> uh, and you do have a remember, you do have plus a plus one, one from last time. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say that this is let's see here. I'm going to call this a uh we're gonna call this a DC, call this a DC I got three. eight check. <laughs> 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 Your dad's like, ah, look, I don't know how comfortable I feel. Look, I, you know, you've had trouble with the truck in the past. I, I know, I know you're a capable driver, but look, it's a different, it's a different beast. You know, when you're driving a truck, it's just, it's a lot easier to accidentally run over curbs and mailboxes, and especially if you happen to be, you know, maybe a little bit uh, sauced, so to speak. I know what the kids. I get wasn't up to drunk. Down there. I don't understand how my arms work anymore, and the wheel just turned faster than I thought it. <laughs> <sighs> okay, listen, hey. I that's fine. Look, okay, son, mm-hmm. I got a suggestion though. I got I got an idea. Okay, I can absolutely ask around the faculty. Maybe we can uh, try. I, I can ra- or scrounge something up for you. Okay, because I I look. No one knows how important the blob is mm-hmm. more than I do. Okay, uh, and it's the twenty seventh anniversary. We gotta celebrate it in mm-hmm. a blood moon, no less. It's like it. It was. It was. I mean, uh, you can't write a better presentation for this movie, and listen. Okay, 
Fine. Uh, another teacher, maybe? Yeah, just... Yeah, just come by my office uh, at the end of the day. I promise you at some point I'll find an opportunity to ask somebody, see if I can get something together. Okay, sounds good. And um, uh, you don't want me to invite my sister, do you? (laughs) To celebrate the blob? It's not a matter of want. You have to. It wouldn't be morally right not to. I Honestly, I'm... I'm a little hurt that you would even suggest not taking her. It's the uh-huh. blob, son. He holds your hands. Yeah. The blob. I I do understand. Um, I mean, she's watched it like seven times. Cam, do you want to come watch the blob <laughs> under the blood moon next to a cave that has no significance whatsoever? Uh, where is that answer coming from, Shar? Can you please describe for me not only uh, the location that that, co- that response is coming from, but the person who gave it? Yeah, um, it came from Kim's bedroom. She's just finishing getting ready for the day. Her bedroom, same wood paneling, of course, as Jamie's, so that dark wood is everywhere. Um, a b- small bookshelf featuring a large chess trophy on the top shelf in its place of honor. Her desk is well tidied. She's got um, chess strategy tomes laid out above it. Um, and just out the window, you can see freshly tie-dyed white shirts hung, drying in the wind um, on the clothes hanger. And Kim herself, she's a chubby little girl. She's 11. Uh, got pigtails, uh, glasses. Um, she just put on a dark baseball cap, wearing some tennis shoes. And um, she's got her latest tie-dye shirt on right now. What colors are this? What colors are this one? Today it's a mix of purple and green, oh. and she didn't mix up any of them, so there's Ooh. no awkward brown. Nice. Those are my high school's colors, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess first of all, what? How does Kimberly feel to be invited by her brother to go see a well, a movie that she's already seen seven times, uh, <laughs> but to celebrate, to commemorate the 27th anniversary under the blood moon? This is awesome. <laughs> This is very cool. I hope that Jenna is there. She hopes that Jenna's there. Um, a little nervous about it being outside, but it'll be fine. At this point, your dad says, all right, well, uh, I'm going to get ready to go. If, y'all, if you kids want to ride, uh, you, you, now's the time. Uh, I haven't eaten, but okay. Look, you, you can bring the bowl in the car. Don't worry about it. Uh, I already poured your sister one. Uh, he's he's tips toes <laughs> through the room uh, and just says, "Oh, pardon me, honey," and just here uh, as he pardons, as he skips th- through. Uh, says, uh, "Honey, honey, uh, we're uh, we're about to leave. I already got your uh, cereal downstairs. You can eat it in the car if you want. I'm, uh, you know, the the taxi's pulling out, so." <laughs> Okay, I don't want to miss the bus. I'm coming. Or a taxi. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, the bus was last week. We pick a different thing every week. Next week's going to be the train. Uh, and he goes back downstairs. Oh, and he's just, uh, he stops and he says, oh, and uh, remember, be quiet going through the kitchen. Your mom's still re- pretty uh, stressed after, since that doctor vanished. Okay. All right. Uh, what doctor was that? <laughs> what was their name? Oh, it was Dr. Prohaska. Something like that. Okay, just let me write that down. One second. And I go to my <laughs> <Yeah>. desk. 
Uh, you can actually roll me, if you want to, a brains roll to see, because I think this would have made news. Little Manus is not all that big of a town, uh, and certainly you would have heard bits and pieces of it from your mother. All right. Oh, that's too bad. Brains is my highest <laughs> dice, but that's a three. Oh, brutal. Uh, oh, by the way, I should mention, both you and Jamie have gained Heck one yeah. adversity token uh, as forward. a result of your... Uh, <laughs> uh, I think you and can remember. You might oh, I ahead. ask for the people watching at home, what does an adversity token do, storyteller? Oh, well, an adversity token uh, is a special thing uh, in this game because, look, this game encourages you to try things, uh, and failure should only be a minor setback. Uh, the story is always going to be moving forward, and so when you have an adversity token, you can then spend that adversity token to help you succeed on future roles. Uh, in fact, in some cases, uh, if you have, uh, I believe if the uh, your die is more than double uh, the amount, uh, or is double the uh, the DC of any given uh, check, you can actually just spend an adversity token to take half, essentially, and automatically succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you both of you could potentially succeed automatically on a future check. Uh, but with that, uh, with that three, I think what you remember is that you all you remember is that he worked with your mom and she's basically having to cover all of his stuff uh and she's mm. been very very upset about it so uh our your dad go ahead uh, goes ahead and heads downstairs he gets the car all warmed up uh are you both <clears throat> heading on out what is the season oh it is september uh so okay. it's the fall mm. at this point nice okay <laughs> bye mom uh, she, you just hear, bye, honey. Uh, as you head out, and you as you close the door, you hear a gentle sob uh, coming from the kitchen. Uh, uh, your dad, like standing by the door, <laughs> like to escort you to the car, is just like, I'm gonna need to to talk to your mom after this. Gonna need to give her give her a nice hug. She needs she needs a break. Uh, and he, he takes you over to the car, uh, hops on in, drives you to the school. Uh, now, the uh, HBS has three buildings, all of which are basically within walking distance of each other. Uh, like, they're right next to each other, essentially. Uh, so he drives to the faculty parking lot, uh, lets you all start to walk in. And Kimberly, uh, it is not long as you enter before you see... A friend of yours, or at least someone that you consider a friend, as you head towards uh, H- <laughs> as you head towards HBS Middle. Uh, Margaret, would you please describe the person that Kimberly sees? Yeah, Jenna is really tall for her age. She's about like twelve, um, and she's kind of lanky looking, but oddly super dexterous. Like, Kimberly has probably noticed that she can carry a lot of things, and, like, she just maneuvers in a way that is almost oddly elegant in some strange, odd fashion. Um, She's young and gloomy with a very simplistic 85s gothic appearance. She's uh, got straight black short hair that has really, really short trimmed bangs that look like she probably cut them herself. Um, and she is always wearing dark outfits and she rarely smiles. And I don't think Kimberly has ever seen her wear anything that has any semblance of color ever. What is Jenna doing 
as uh, Kimberly approaches uh, HBS Middle. Ooh, I love it. She is probably sitting on one of the benches that's off to the side of the school. She's by herself. Everyone else is kind of hustling, bustling in little groups. She's just alone by herself. And um, she has a little sh- uh, shoulder satchel that looks that's black that's kind of sitting off to her side that's like slightly open. And in her hand, she has this dark notebook. Um, and she's writing on it with what looks like a dark pencil that has a little spider um, eraser topper on it. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, Kimberly, you see your buddy Jenna sitting there uh, just vibing <laughs> by the side of the school. Uh, I like skip over and just like plop right down next to her. Hey. Hi. My mom cried today at the di- at the breakfast table. Jenna finishes writing her sentence, closes the book, and like looks over to her. Did you bottle the tears? <laughs> I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> I really wish you would forget. Stop forgetting that. Um, I'll I'll write it on my hand. And I take out my pen and uh, write it on my inner palm. But um, it had to do with that Dr. Prohaska again. So I don't know. It's getting worse over there. Hmm. She opens back her notebook, writes down something, closes it again. Where's your friend? Clyde? Yeah. Well, I didn't think that they would let me have him in the classroom. I thought maybe you'd bring his, like, box and keep it in your bag. Uh, Jenna opens her satchel and pulls out, like, the the leash that she has for them. And it's, like, a black leash with, like, spikes on it. And uh, <laughs> she's just like, well, my father wasn't allowing me to take them out. But I did bring this in memory of him. And she puts it back in there. Okay, that's good. Are you going to the um, the bl- the blob showing? There's a blob Jamie showing. Actually in- yeah, and Jamie invited me this morning too. That happened before the crying. Sorry, I should have led with that. But you can come too. I do like the blob. Okay, um, I'll. I don't know how I'm going there, but however I'm going, I'll make sure you're in the vehicle. Hmm. I'll see what I can do about that. My father might be able to help us. Okay. Uh, I have to ask as well, considering that today is going to be a blood moon, did Jenna already have any plans to commemorate this event? Oh, one hundo. What were those plans? (laughs) I gotta know. Inquiring minds. Inquiring minds want to know. I feel like Jenna was probably planning to do some kind of weird seance um, and do a dance in hopes that she would get some information from her mother if her mother is still is is dead. I have this vision of, like, a goth Kate Bush uh, just, (laughs) like, dancing on the Misty Moors uh, (laughs) as you say that. Um, As the pair of you are chatting, um, and you know that, like, it's about time to start to head to class, uh, I think there is 
perhaps a little bit uncomfortable on some level for Jenna because suddenly a large crowd of students pass by. Uh, most of them are hangers-on surrounding a throng of very built individuals. Uh, among them, uh, of course, your older brother, Joe, really at the head of the group, uh, his arm around his boyfriend, Chet, uh, as they go walking by uh, and walking behind them. Uh, Connie, would you please describe your character? Absolutely. So Jin is built like a barn cat. Uh, kind of scruffy, stout limbs with these knots of wiry muscle strung along their extremities. Their hair is short and black and tousled, with a slightly shorter patch along one side of their head where they shaved it back in August, before junior year began this September. And they have this kind of nascently roguish face, comprised of sudden angles jutting out from the baby fat of their jaw and their cheekbones, like edges of hard lightning peeking out from the shadows of soft, fluffy storm clouds. And Z currently clocks in at a kind of leanly muscled five foot four. Uh, and they wear a very well-loved Letterman jacket with the raging wombats, the school mascot, stitched onto the breast. And underneath that Letterman jacket, Jin wears a black collared shirt tucked into these high-waisted jeans with bright, bright white sneakers uh, of secondhand last year's Nikes that they definitely spent like two years worth of saved allowances on. And although Jin is a star on the powerlifting team, that's how everyone knows Zim, Z is not built like one at first glance. The kind of strength they have is very functional seeming. It's farm strength. There's this unexpected brawn and these haymakers, you can uh, assume, packed into a limby kind of still growing adolescent body. And on Z's face, Z wears a perfectly brilliant to the white grin that does reach their eyes as they're like lagging behind Joe and like joking around and like punching him in the arm a little bit with some sort of inside joke. Uh, unlike the smiles, I think, of the other kids in this pack who are either like keening desperate smiles of the fawning masses around them or the kind of cold, cruel, callous smiles of the other popular kids. Uh, no, Jin's smile does reach their eyes, but if you look a little bit closer, you'll see that the smile that reaches their eyes, which are dark and black as an oil spill or crow's feathers, that smile is tinged with a kind of sadness. Mm. Uh, and as you punch Joe on the arm, Joe's like, look, what can I say, Oss? I, I had to hit a new PB. It was about time. Uh, he has, <laughs> yeah, he's man. walking, he's walking very awkwardly, uh, because his buns are, have, are fully pumped right now. Uh, he, he was doing some serious squats, uh, before leaving, or before arriving here. Uh, and it is just, there's a lot of blood in them buns at the moment. Uh, <laughs> they're toyed. Yeah. yeah. Jin, like, playfully punches and says, oh, I can't believe he did, like, 10 different reps of like RDLs and then those like bent over hamstring pulls and then more RDLs and then you finish it out with single leg pistol squats. That's that's a new record, man. That's got to be a new record. <laughs> well, look, I, I, it had been, uh, what, what, uh, well, how long, Chet? Uh, Chet's like, yeah, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, no, it'd been, it'd be three months, four days. I got it written right here. <laughs> uh, three months, yeah, three months, four days, going back to Joe. Three months, four days, since I had set a new PB, sometimes you just got to push it to the limit. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm always pushing it to the limit too. You know what I mean? Like just pu- pushing, pushing that limit. <laughs> yeah, Hoss, you're a killer. Uh, slaps you on the butt. Uh, all of the powerlifting <laughs> oh. team proceeds to slap each other on the butt <laughs> in response. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jin does too. But the way they slap is a little bit more awkward. Like they like pause and then they and then they look around and they slap a little too tenderly and they pull their hand like back <laughs> really quickly and then laugh about it. Uh, Chet shoots you a look, like. <laughs> Yo, too tender. Uh, and puts puts his arm tighter around Joe. Uh, and Joe's like, so, uh, Jin, when are you planning on uh, setting a new PB for yourself there? I was going to try uh, during gym class today. You know, coach always lets us go off to the weight room so we don't have to run that presidential drill thingy. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, look, with all that uh, running and stuff, it ain't worth it, you know? What I'm saying is, cut the cardio, just yeah, push... Yeah, I mean, squats are cardio, you know what I mean? Like, you just hit, like, high volume, low intensity, and get the blood pumping. That's that's all you need, right, man? Yeah, all you, look, all you need is, is to break down muscle and push protein so you can build back up that contractile tissue. Can I hear a what-what?! And the whole uh, the whole fighting wombats uh, powerlifting team goes what what and slap what, each what, other on the butts what, again. What? Uh, slap. <laughs> 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 again, uh, Chet leans and just gives you the point eye and point like, dude, too tender with the slaps there, Hoss. Okay. Yeah, Jin like shrinks away and puts both hands up and looks genuinely kind of embarrassed and like nods very quickly (laughs) yeah 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 man i was just joking you know yeah uh they head off uh in another direction uh heading off towards class uh what is Jin uh planning on doing like i assume going to class but how is Jin feeling what is Jin planning on doing at this point I think Jin was serious about wanting to set a new PR uh, during gym class. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're going to go down to like the weight room area of HBS and start like warming up for the day. Uh, they have a backpack on, but it looks like it's empty. There's like nothing in it. It's like slim and like a Jansport, but like it's so it's like wafer thin. And they have a gym bag uh, slung over one shoulder that looks like packed to the brim with stuff uh it's like chunky with a foam roller and a towel and like extra converse and chalk and like a belt all that stuff uh and they start heading down to presumably the basement uh where the weight equipment might be Mm. uh go ahead and roll me let's call this uh a grit roll uh to try and get try and get a nice pump going get a good warm yeah yeah let's do it oh that fell off seven Okay, uh, I was going to call it a DC-5. Uh, so you absolutely succeed on that. You are, uh, what exercises would you say? Like, what muscle group are you working right now? Uh, quads, quads and glutes. So they're doing some front uh, front squats. Yeah, why not? Uh, they're just doing, like, a quick little breezy warm-up. Nothing too heavy, just to, like, get ready for the day. And they have a favorite squat rack, right? Like, they're, like, maybe two, and they're super old and rusted and beat to hell, because, uh, you know, this school is not super well-funded, and there's, like, an old kind of dusty, cracked mirror, but you'll notice that up on, like, one of the posts of the squat rack, there's a little tattered uh, sheet of note paper that's been taped up uh, that has, like, Jin's list of colleges that they want to get into, like, on it, and they, like, uh, keep it there at all times. Everyone knows that's, like, Jin's paper, no one really messes with it, uh, that they look at. When they do squats, they just like look at that piece of paper. I do, like they play music, right? Some sort mm-hmm. of rock music, but their their eyes are just on that paper as they count out three, 
four, five. Okay, and they rack the bar. Awesome. Uh, I think that uh, as you're doing this, uh, you think that you're alone, I think, initially. Uh, as the, the strains, I imagine, like, ACDC's Back in Black <laughs> album is playing right now. Like, you've gotten to, like, uh, shake a leg uh, at this point. But you are, you are actually not alone in this room. Because in the room, and I will let you tell me how he ended up there, uh, is another person. B. Dave, would you please introduce and describe your character? Yeah, cool, man. Whatever. Um, so, like, you know they got that inverted, like, ab thing where you, like, hook your feet and you, like, do sit-ups or whatever? Um, but Buck is just leaned against it, just reclining, reading a very, very old, very, very worn copy of Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Jin's <laughs> 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 elaborate character description is is very much juxtaposed by the simplicity of Buck's. Buck looks like if you left Jimi Hendrix out in the sun for three days. Uh, he's wearing all vintage clothing um, and is just completely laid back and doesn't really say a word to Jin until Jin notices that he's there. Yeah, I think Jin sees you in the mirror as they're racking the bar and they go, oh, fuck. Oh. And they like turn, they drop it, like hands on knees. Ooh. Oh, I mean, I didn't want to, you know, most, usually people don't come down here before school, so, like. Oh, yeah, 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 sorry, Buck, you just, woo, I was not expecting you here. No, this is your house, this is your house, this is your house, like, I mean, you doing good with that? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just cranking out some, you know, easy sets, easy sets to start off the day in the morning. I uh, usually I do some push-ups at home, uh, before, before I, I hit HBS, but, um, it's, it's nice. I'm trying to hit a PR today, so I gotta limber up before I, I go for it, you know, cause gym class is only like 30 minutes long and. That all hi. sounds like a lot. Yeah. I mean, you gotta grind hard or fall behind, you know? I mean, only if you're, like, racing, man. Oh, no, I, I hate running. I saw I saw the list. Like, that's cool. That's cool. Pac-12. Oh. Yeah. 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 Uh, f- uh, four safeties, four reaches, four maybes. What? <laughs> you know, four safeties, like, safety school schools. You're pretty sure you're going to get into, but they're, honestly, they're all kind of shit, so I, I really don't know if I... Anyway, and then four middles, like you think you've got like a 50-50, pretty good chance. And then four reaches that you're almost definitely not going to get in, but you might as well try. I mean, or like, pick the one you want to go to and like, go to it. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's Wellesley right there. Fingers crossed. I mean, that's cool. Like, I mean... What made you want to do that one? I mean, like, do you want to do that one? Or is it one of those things where it's like, you know, like my dad, he's always like from when I was a little kid, he's like, oh, you got to go to USC. And I'm like, I I guess, bro. I mean, like, it's like, why Wellesley? USC is really good, too. That's also on my list. It's also a reach. But Wellesley, I mean, I mean, what did your dad tell you? It's probably the same as what I'm going to tell you. I mean... 
He said like a lot. I sort of zoned out. Like I don't know, man. Like I mean, I'm I'm gonna put in the application. It's gonna like be what it is. Like there's no point in like stressing about it. You know what I mean? Like by now, it's like it's done. Like you do the application, you submit it, and they're gonna want you or not want you. But you know what? Whether or not they want you doesn't mean that you shouldn't want you. You dig? Yeah, I understand uh but jen is shaking their head as they say i understand like shaking their head furiously would you like to roll a brain roll to see if you understood (laughs) absolutely i have a d4 in brains Uh, i'm gonna call this like a d i'm gonna call this a dc 15 uh okay i'm gonna roll for it like you just gotta keep exploding i believe in you i got a two (laughs) yeah yeah uh, you understood the words they were all clearly English. Uh, yeah. Hey, well, like, but you do gain adversity token. Check this out, yes. though. Like, did you hear about like the blob tonight? Like, there's like they're gonna do like a movie out at like the caves and like it's all like oh. the blood moon and it's gonna it's gonna be like yeah. I think I did hear about that. Are you are you gonna be there? I mean, I'm gonna be somewhere. I mean, might as well be there, right? You know, like whatever. Uh, that's a good point. I was actually going to, you know, I think some of the, the team was thinking of going after Pactus tonight. So I I might be there. I mean, like, are you going to be there because the team's going to be there? Or are you going to be there because you're going to be there? I don't. Uh, what? <clears throat> What's the difference? I mean, like, are, are you doing it for Jen or are you doing it for Joe? Oh, and Jin looks genuinely stumped by that question. Like, they understood the words, thankfully, but, like, they don't have an answer for you. And there's, like, a blank kind of look in their face, and then they they blink, and the brightness comes back to their eyes, and they say, I like the campus. Wellesley, I mean, I I got one of those mail-in brochures, and... There were so yeah. many trees. Yeah, they all look so happy in those pictures. You know, they don't show the kids, like, stressed out of their minds, drinking coffee, like, four in the morning during finals or whatever. But, you know, I I, I mean, oh. look, listen, like, don't let me interrupt. You, you're, doing, you're doing a thing. I'm sure you got to, like, dip, grip, and rip or whatever. I'm just, like, but I hope I see you at the thing, you know? Y- yeah. Yeah. And there's like a moment of softness that breaks over Jin's face as Buck says the, and like presumably finger guns or something like very casually, like his way out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah see you there. Mm-hmm. Maybe as Jin with Joe, maybe, but also Chet, because he's always with Chet and it's just like calling after you. It's as just you're like exiting. from down the hall, you hear nobody cools named Chet. <laughs> oh, nice one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Yeah. Friend. And they yeah. say that last bit like real quiet yeah. under their uh-huh. under their breath. Uh, as as Buck drifts out of the room and Jin is left, uh, I think rattled uh, in a number of different ways. Uh, the bell rings and you realize, oh, you got like five minutes to get to class. Uh, it's time to start heading there, and we will travel with Buck uh, up to your first class of the day, which you have with Jamie. Uh, what? Wh- and I'll ask the pair of you. What? What would you say is your first class of the day? 
I mean, B. Dave's the only person that existed around this time. What was your first class of the day? <laughs> I mean, I will tell you, one of the very few institutions that has not evolved much is public schooling. So I will say, uh, I would just, uh, we'll say actually homeroom. Okay. A lot of school where you did just have sort of like a general, you know, overview of the day and kind of get acclimated right. time. And I will say, Buck does just sort of like glide in and just sits down right next to Jamie and without without looking, just sort of like holds out the fist for the bump. Uh, also without looking, still gathering my notes on my notepad, I uh, fist bump you back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hey, <clears throat> sorry, I'm just, um, there's a lot going on tonight. Uh, you, this is like the first time I've seen you show up this early to homeroom. Is something wrong? I mean, like, stuff just is, bro. Like, something wrong if you make it wrong. You know, you know what I mean? You dig? Yes, of course. Just... Hey, but, like, <laughs> tonight is going to be awesome. <sighs> like, I mean, we're going to watch the blob. It's going to be like the blood moon. Like, everything's just going to be, like, chill. And I, I invited Jen, though. Like, I feel like they probably could use some time being, like, chill. So, just Jen, then, right? I mean, I'm sure, like, other people are going to be there. There's, like, not much point showing the movie, bro. I want to pause you, because as you say this, where is Jin? I want to ask you, Connie, who is Jin going and talking to immediately after this in homeroom? I will say that uh, I will say that Phyllis, uh, Phyllis and her girlfriend Jan, both on the powerlifting team, uh, are also in your homeroom. Uh, mm. Do what do you do uh, as you walk? Like, do you? T- here's my question: Do you tell Phyllis and Jan uh, as you enter this room? Absolutely. Yeah. Jim walks in and like immediately sees Phyllis and Jen and waves and says, hey, Phyllis. Hey, Jen, you guys going to the blob tonight? Absolutely, Hoss. Wait, the blob? Oh, I didn't even realize what you said. I thought, oh, man, I just said yes. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to the blob. Where's it at? Uh, and Jen, Jen pauses and then turns in Buck's direction. Uh, hey, Buck, where's the blob at? Uh, so like going down the hall. Uh, uh, oh wait, yeah, we're in different homeroom. Honestly, if, if they call out like that, he absolutely responds. It's in the cave. Then Jin would. Jin goes. Oh, one minute. Sticks their head yeah. out and just goes. Fuck. Yeah. Where's the blob at? Oh, it's in the caves. Like all the cool people are gonna be there. Like in like or whatever. <laughs> and then like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks. And Jin pulls back and says, uh, "At bootleg, all the hosses are gonna be there. You know." Oh, noise! Uh, they're like, what do you say we go and while we watch this, we bring weights. We bring weights from the weight room. We, uh, you know, because you know, like, Joe can, get, can check them out. Like, they let Joe check them out so that he can work out at home. Uh, we, can, we can bring the weights and we can get the pump going while we watch the blob. We can be blobbing yeah. up while we're watching the blob. We're dissolving yeah, our Hoss. muscles while we watch people getting dissolved by it's a big organic red alien. matter and doing other things that aliens do. Yeah! 
Yeah, horse! Uh, they like, both like, chest bump you. I'm like once. smash cut to Buck and Jamie. I'm sure the rest of those lifters are not coming, dude. Like you don't have no. to worry about. I mean, it. if they do, they're probably just gonna go into the cave. Like you know, they'll they'll try to find the liquor. I can't focus on them right now, though. <laughs> Phyllis goes sprinting down the hallway, screaming, "Joe!" <laughs> she goes running by. I have a question. Are we charging for tickets to see this thing? Because more people might be good. Uh, you absolutely... I will let you decide. Do you think that your boss, with what you know of your boss, do you think that your boss would have told you to charge for tickets? Or is it more just to raise, like, not... Like, is this, like, a public service? Like, the blob is such a classic. Uh, for whatever reason, <laughs> the blob is such a classic that it's, like, it is a public service to show this to the youth. Uh, I think more the former. My boss is definitely the type of like the more you can get the little bits that you can get more money out of people, like upcharging the candy and like uh, reusing toilet paper. Just like really, really. Sh- <laughs> That's terrible. Really, sh- I mean, it's one of the things that you make fun of. It's like, oh yeah, he's back there reusing the toilet paper or whatever. Um, but just really, uh, you like- know what you said? It there is absolutely like those he- like those toilet uh, those uh, those towel rolls that they have in some bathrooms. You absolutely have like toilet paper rolls that you have to go in and disinfect <laughs> uh, in between <laughs> each use. Uh, so I think there's definitely. I mean, I I'm not going to charge my sister. Uh, and my close friends, but if Jen and the weightlifters show up, like, listen, if they're willing to pay for some tickets, they're welcome guests, and I just have to put up with that for now. I will just say, um, when Jamie sort of says that, I just go, oh, that reminds me, bro. Can you break a 50 and pull out just, like, a super crisp 50? Like, showroom new, fresh from the bank. Like, Yes, I can and I'll like but, rummage. Uh, you, you know what? No, just like keep the change. And if like somebody doesn't have like the cash to get in, you just like cover them or whatever. whatever. With a fifty, it's like a it's like a two dollar fifty cent entry. Entry. Oh, but, uh, then like everybody should get to come. That's cool. <laughs> is this is this drug money? <laughs> Did you I s- mean, like money is just energy, bro. <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, honestly, if I don't know, that's. Probably fine. <clears throat> All right. Well, I got my list of facts, and I got my uh, list of ac- how would you pronounce Aneta Corsot Corset? I haven't actually seen anybody say her name before, and I want to make sure I pronounce it right. Hey, chances are nobody else has heard it. So, however you say it, that's the way. All right. Wait, oh, uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. So, like, you're bringing your sister. Like, what What about, like, that, like, little goth girl that, like, walks the tarantula? Like, I like that kid. That kid's cool. At this point, I'm going to assume that they're, uh, like, attached at the hip. My sister will not stop talking about Jenna. They're wait, like your, best... sister, your sister and Jenna or your sister and the tarantula? I mean, they could bring the tarantula. It's outside. So if the tarantula gets out, I won't have to worry about it crawling on the... Uh, I don't know. They're they're the friends. They're my yeah, just like best friends. I don't know. I need to focus on this list. Tell me if any of these look really boring. Uh, <laughs> and like right when they say that, I just put my hand on the list and I'm like, all of it. People are there to see the blob, not the list. It's the most horrifying thing you've ever told me in my entire life. <laughs> on that, we will jump. Uh, we will jump back uh, to HBS Middle School uh, to I think 
a little bit later in the day, uh, a class that both Kimberly and Jenna share together, a science class taught by Mr. Patterson, uh, Mr. Larry Patterson, Kim's father. Uh, I imagine, uh, and B. Dave, you can tell me if this is if the the vibe is off here, but I imagine that you would have had like those classic uh, like black top long tables that you can do various uh, various I mean, it wasn't uh, tests. Eighteen eighty five. I mean desks. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine was it were they had they had they invented uh had they invented okay. ink by that okay, point? Excuse me. A Christmas story was set in the nineteen fifties and the children all clearly had desks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so. but that was a sci-fi, right? Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was a speculative fiction. That's true. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, we I'm imagining those like classic like experiment tables, like the really long ones. That's what mm-hmm. that's what they had in my high school anyway, and mm-hmm. middle school. Uh and today is actually uh, a very special day. This is the day, uh not only that you have a very big assignment <gasps> to turn, but this is a very fun day for some students, a very gross day for others. This is the day you dissect the baby pigs. Um, they bring in, this is the day that your father has a, your father every year gets a shipment of piglets, uh, and just kept, kept in a, in a cooler, uh, in one of those back science rooms. And this is the day he wheels them out and you guys get to dissect them and find all the different parts. Uh, so I imagine that both, I assume that the pair of you are in fact lab partners, uh, as your father is at the front of the class and says, all right, uh, make sure that you have, uh, each of the, each of the, the piglet's legs fastened to the table there. Uh, and you're going to take your scalpel and just starts to like to describe the different mo- for the record, this is super what it was like, and I absolutely remember the feeling of that scalpel in little pig flesh. Yeah, I just uh, I remember it. I remember Jenna, it. You did too good of a job. Jenna is like three steps ahead already, and like has already had it done by the time like we're told to, and is eagerly awaiting the chance to dissect this pig. Mm. Uh, how is Kimberly right now? Um. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Breathe it slower. I just do it quieter. <laughs> <laughs> is this, would you say that this is something that like is stress point inducing for you? Um, I think if I get forced to act participate rather than be the note taker, I would get a stress point for sure. Okay. But with Jenna being able to um, take the reins so far, so good. But Char's palms are actually <laughs> sweating right now. <laughs> I think uh, this as is, Jenna oh, like ahead. puts the the scalpel in, it makes like that sound, and it. <laughs> okay, I get no. a stress point. <laughs> oh no! Um, you know what? Uh, this is not a mechanic in uh, in this game, but roll uh, a luck check, uh, Kimberly. Oh, is that it with a d twenty? Okay. Yeah, roll a d twenty. Uh, and eleven or above is good. Uh, Ten or below is not so good. Thirteen. Okay, cool. So, luckily this did not happen to your pig, but as certainly befell people when I had to dissect animals in science class, some of the little piggies were not quite so well preserved. Uh, and so some of the some of the parts may not be quite so visible at this point. Uh, they have a little, they've got a little uh, uh, mushy. Uh, but thankfully, your pig is in pristine condition. Um, Jenna, would you like to roll me, gosh, I don't even know what to roll with this. Uh, you don't need to roll grit, I can tell you that. Um, I, I'm imagining, uh, let's say, 
brains because you're mm. looking specifically for you're looking for specific brains. Could the this best be and not the worst of this? A planned action with like the partner giving some assistance. Yes, absolutely. This is absolutely a planned action. Okay, great. So if you roll bad, I can give an adversity token to you. All right, eight <laughs> <laughs> on a d eight. Oh uh, well. Oh, yeah, you explode. So whenever you roll, yes, so whenever you roll, uh, I guess for the audience, uh, essentially the way that this, oh, excellent. Okay, so that's 10 in total. Uh, for the audience, uh, the way that this game works uh, is that you have a specific, you have a specific set of ability scores. Like in most other TTRPGs, you have fight, brains, charm, grit, brawn, and flight. Uh, and each one has a specific die assigned to it that will denote how good you are at any given uh, ability. So in in Jenna's case, uh, she has a D8 in brains. Uh, So all right at it. Pretty decent. Uh, And if you roll the maximum on a on one of those dice, it explodes. And which means you get to roll it again. And if it if you roll the max again, it just keeps exploding. In this particular case, uh, you absolutely crushed it. You it is like um, my brain just went back to Top Chef season three. It is like hung win with the knives breaking down a chicken. You are mow through this thing uh, in less than half of the class time. You just have broken this pig down you're finding body parts that you weren't even supposed to find uh (laughs) you are you are uh an expert on this piglet by the end of it how is jenna feeling uh as the rest as other as kids from other tables are marveling at your work she's taking everything apart but like very meticulously and um jenna's not like the greatest in school but she does learn she likes to learn the things she likes and she loves like the whole concept of this um, and she's kind of pointing out things to Kimberly going, this is the coronary artery and this is the external iliac artery. And she's just kind of like pointing them out. Mm. Are you writing this down? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just deadpan, like explaining what she's pulling out and just like every piece is kind of very cleanly cut and separated from everything little creepy but she's very proud of herself and it's almost like she's done this before and i think like (laughs) while she's calmly taking this apart uh she says to kimberly if you could be the blob who would you consume Hmm. that's a tough one i would consume um that janitor (laughs) the janitor yeah Ben? Ben W? You know the janitor's name. It's on his shirt. It's on the, like, patch. Oh, you're right. But why would you consume him? He cleans the things that you don't want to clean. Do you want to clean them? I didn't really think about that, but I think he's shifty. He's got to be, there's something going on. Why doesn't he answer any questions? He doesn't even say hi when I say hello. It's the list goes on. Uh, Reginald uh, from the side table overhearing this, another student in your class, Reginald, <laughs> uh, leans over. Yeah, I look, Connie, I see your face. I went to middle school with a guy named Reggie, okay? So uh, it, Reggie <laughs> is okay, but if he insists on being referred to as Reginald... <laughs> 
I think it is proper to be referred to by my full name, I will have you know. Uh, and Reginald leans over and says, I heard that the, that the janitor, Mr. Ben W., is in fact in the witness protection program. I suspect mob connections. See, he could be a killer. If he's in the mob, he could be a killer. So if I'm the blob, eating him is saving lives. Fair. And Jenna stops what she's doing, takes off the gloves, pulls out her black notebook again, opens it back up, writes something down, closes it, and puts it back in her satchel, and then puts a new pair of gloves on. <laughs> I gotta what know. You can you give down? us a glimpse? Yeah. yeah, can you give us a glimpse into some of what you've been writing into this black book? You know, when you think about a uh, crime scene investigation, that is what's going on inside of Jenna's book. Um, It is just pages of, like, potential uh, people who could be committing crimes. Uh, Some of them are solved crimes. um, But there's one in particular that she's trying to solve, and that is of the disappearance of her mother. Mm, Okay. Uh, Reginald, at hearing, uh, at overhearing this, uh, not what you wrote, but overhearing uh, that uh, Kimberly would consume the janitor, uh... (laughs) He he responds, I think that's a pretty good choice, personally. But if I were the blob, I think that I would consume all of Cross Company. My mom works there. Well, I personally feel as though Cross Company has has damaged this town beyond repair. You, 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 I spoke to my dad, well, have you know, and my dad told me that when he was part of the union and they were asking for for, for better work day times, he tries to think for a second. They, 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 they were they were working, uh, they were being pushed to work for ten hours a day uh, on some on some days, and they were fighting for shorter work days. Uh, the company had introduced it as a sort of promotional initiative. Uh, and he, he says, now, if if Cross is willing to exploit its workers to that degree, uh, to the, when the union was trying to fight uh, for, for, better, for better work days for those who do the work, then clearly they are something that damages everyone and must be destroyed. And, and he, he looks at you, and your mother, your mother has joined... Join the enemy. Uh, and he sits back down and go, he says, and now excuse me, I need to chop up my pig. Uh, and sort of goes back to sawing at his pig. I debate pushing I his tray over, but I don't do it. <laughs> uh, another kid. You go ahead. Go ahead. No, you. No, you. Uh, I think that um, Jenna just kind of looks at Reginald and says, Reginald, if the cross company didn't exist, then... Little Minus wouldn't be what it is today. How do you think we uh, get everything that we have now? He turns around and he says, You say if the cross company didn't exist, Little Minus wouldn't be what it is today? I say exactly. Uh, and goes back so to the So if his you pig. consumed it, then we wouldn't exist. Roll a charm. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I have a D4 in charm, I believe. <laughs> then let's call it, you know what? Let's call it grit. Because uh, I, I imagine that this is. I, I I imagine that what you've just said is meant to kind of like pierce his armor to an extent. So we'll I'm call it grit. grit. D20. Yeah. 16. Well, I can see that my friend is kind of feeling uncomfortable and I would mm-hmm. like to back her up. 
Uh, yeah, that uh, that blows past it. I was <laughs> it was a four. Uh, <laughs> it was he upon hearing that says, "I do not wish to continue this conversation. I am busy with my piglet, and I will be speaking to my father about this." Uh, and goes back and start and he go ahead. Jen- Jenna looks back at Kimberly and says, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, but my mom was crying at the breakfast table about being overworked. And you didn't get her tears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your dad at this point comes around to the different uh, is coming around to the different uh, groups and is like oh, he co- he comes to yours he well he sees Reginald he's like okay Reginald you're uh, you're trying there buddy looking like you might be are you sure you're not a little distracted you 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 haven't even found the gallbladder yet son uh, Reginald he's too busy telling us that the cross company should be dissolved and eaten like the blob does. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, well, hey now, buddy. Uh, Reginald, you shouldn't say stuff like that. You know, a lot of people in this town uh, work for the Cross Company. You know, this this town wouldn't even exist. Reginald, doesn't your mother work for the Cross Company? Uh, and Reginald is like, um, um, I need to go to the bathroom. Uh, and he scoots, he scoots out and he says, um... I think that I have a little bit of uh, an irritation in my tummy, and I need to go and make t- uh, make sure that I take care of my tum-tum. Uh, and he just walks out of the room. Reginald uh, has a problem with walking away from problems when he doesn't have the right answers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Mr. Patterson is like, you are truly wise beyond your years, uh, Jenna. Uh, let, 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 let's see what... Wow! <laughs> it's like you found a whole... It's like you found two piglets in there. This is truly incredible. Uh, and you, you, even got the, you even got the different veins? That How do you know what those are? That wasn't on the diagrams that I gave you. My father has allowed me to dissect five pigs in my lifetime so far. This will be my sixth. Oh! Okay! Great! Great! Well, I'm supervised! Supervised! Your father was there? What does your dad do? For most of them. Ah. He owns the okay. funeral home. Oh, yeah. Right! Right! Of course! Yes, uh, well, look, uh, you two have done incredible work. Uh, he takes a look uh, at your notes. Uh, can I see, Kimberly? Uh, Kimberly, could I please, uh, I will say, well, you tell me, would this be a uh, a brains role for you to have been taking notes, or would this be more of like a grit role to sort of muscle your way past uh, your disgust Ooh. at what you're seeing? I think I would say that I would still do brains. Focusing on the academic side of it uh, is helpful. Okay. Uh, I need a brains roll. We're going to call this a DC of six. 19, baby. (laughs) You you know what? You tell me uh, what these notes look like that you have written. I think mm. that I've elaborated off of the diagram that was initially given to us. So we have both a drawing diagram of the additional things that Jenna has found, as well as like accurate scientific notation of our step-by-step process 
moving forward. So other kids can hopefully perform this a la Half-Blood Prince, but not in the turf way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Your dad turns and calls to the rest of the class. Class, you got to come see this. Check check this out. Uh, And he he basically starts showing off how the incredible job that you two have done far outstripping anyone else in this classroom. Uh, He, after like kind of showing off the work and like all the kids are like, whoa. And one kid's like, uh, one kid in the back is like, my pig was just brown inside. (laughs) Uh, It's like, yeah, no, no, I heard. Yeah, we'll, I'll get you another one. Don't worry. Uh, But he, he turns to you two after at the end of class and he says, "Uh, look, I think uh, with the work that you two have done, I think some extra credit is in order. Uh, What do you say to a a 5% bump on the next, uh, on Monday's exam? Heck yeah. I wouldn't say no to this. Well, uh, not no is all I need. Uh, and he he gives you, he starts to like reach to shake your hand. He's like, oh, sorry, of course. Uh, gives you a little thumbs up, uh, pats you on the shoulder, uh, Kimberly. And uh, this is at the end of class. Like, oh, you kiddos, uh, go ahead and uh, head off. Um, uh, oh, um, um, uh, 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 Jenna, uh, you, uh, before you go, um, your 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 brother uh he, he's a he's a strong one right some might say so yeah uh, um, i would still uh, differ Captain- to say that i'm stronger <laughs> well you know there's different kinds of strengths and i i respect that you are in some ways perhaps the strongest person i've ever met he says with like a hint of fear <laughs> uh, and he, he he continues, but uh, but I mean more physically. Um, you see, I'm talking um, about physically. Oh, uh, he starts to sweat visibly uh, as he scoots slightly further back. Well, would you mind if you asked your brother? Because he's the captain of the powerlifting team, right? This is a fact. Yeah, so uh, my boy Jamie uh, is actually is holding a, an event this evening uh, I, I, at the uh, the the the, the Woodland Cave, uh, and and look, he's got a lot of gear to lug there. There, we're talking chairs. We're, I, I'm thinking he might have to bring a generator. Uh, so I was wondering, do you think maybe you could ask your brother or tell your brother to come see me? Uh, I, I'd love to get him and his friends, because he has a car, right? We have a hearse. <laughs> Even better than what I had imagined. Uh, could you? Uh, I need to ask him if he if he could get his him and his buddies from the team uh, to come help my boy uh, and get help get set up for this evening. Well, I was hoping to ask Terry if he would drive us. As she looks at Kimberly when she says that, but I suppose that I could ask my brother for assistance. Oh well, excellent. The more the merrier, I say. Are you sure he'll want to? He's not really the giving kind of person. <laughs> well, you know, uh, even uh, even the most stingy of givers uh, will find the wheels of, of uh, altruism greased by a certain Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> and he takes out a little $5 bill and uh, pulls it. I suppose some people might be interested in $5 bills. Others might require I, a little bit more. Uh, oh, do you mean... Honey, am I getting shaken down right now? 
Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you always uh, ask can- questions about the current situation? Yeah, I would count five I- in this just short conversation that we've had. Oh, well, thank you. I, it's good to know one's tendencies, I guess. Uh, I find it's it's better to check in with people sometimes. Make sure everybody knows where we're at, you know? Uh, well, um, look, how about, a, how about a, a, a couple of... Okay, you know what? I'm willing to go as high as a, as high as a Hamilton. Deal. And you can... How about you split it? Uh, give some of it to your brother... And, you know, and the team can, and they can help, and the, I gotta teach the next class. Uh, I do have a job, and I did just pay off a child. So <laughs> if you wouldn't mind, I, the, the optics on this aren't as great as, uh, as they were when I first asked. I, this started innocent. I feel bad. Uh, look, Jenna, you're a great kid. You scare me. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. Right. And she just takes the money, and she looks at Kimberly, and then she walks away. Okay, bye, Dad! <laughs> bye, honey. Wow. What are you doing with your life, Larry? <laughs> As he, like, looks down, uh, and you guys head off. Uh, we are going to jump forward in time um, to gym class. Uh, gin. Uh, first of all, do you think that, uh, cause, uh, well, you tell me, what period, uh, do you think Jin has gym class? Uh, whatever period is right after lunch. Okay. Uh, so, did Jin continue to, like, has Jin been essentially maintaining the warm-up? Because I know, I know you got pretty pumped before school. Have you been, like, sitting in your chair just, like, re- flexing really hard? 100%. They do not pay attention in class. Just something about academics just goes in one ear, out the other. They just don't get it. They don't understand lectures. They don't understand notes. So they sit in the back of the class because their last name starts with a Z. And they're just like shaking like both of their ankles up and down, up and down. They're doing like a kind of at at the seat, almost like cardio workout uh, to mm-hmm. just stay in constant motion all the time. Uh, and they're also trying to get some mobility in. They're like flexing their shoulders back and then forward. They're rolling their head. Uh, they're moving their fingers back to get a nice wrist flex in. And even if they weren't just naturally positioned at the back of the class, I figure some teachers might move them there so they're less of a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> they're just such a veiny 16-year-old. <laughs> yeah. so vascular. Yes. <laughs> Z's getting real vast. <laughs> Uh, I imagine the rest of the the powerlifting team also knows that you're going for this. And so, like, they are fielding every question that might come your way. They're, like, passing notes to try and help you, like, keep up with with the lectures. Um, Roll me a brawn check uh, to see just how well you're able to maintain this pump. And this will have an impact on what the DC is for when you go in uh, for the actual lifting session. Uh, I got a natural three plus one uh, is a four. Oh, no. (laughs) I was going to call because you are. Oh, go ahead. Yes. I think maybe like Buck's words are distracting Jin. Like they're not fully Mm. focused on their like throughout the day warm up. Like Buck's words about like, is this Jin or is this Joe? Like keep ringing through your head. Jin or Joe? Jin or Joe? And they sort of end up mumbling like, I don't know. Our names are kind of similar. Get out of my head. And they're just like shaking their head and like squeezing a stress ball. (laughs) Uh, Chet Chet is sitting next to you uh, and he's like, 
You okay there, Hoss? Huh? What? Oh, <laughs> hey, Chet. Yeah, you seem yeah. A little distracted. Yeah. No, right? no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm ready to rip out that PB. Okay. Whose name? What you were talking about? Names there for a second? Oh, I was just thinking about J Joe. Innate, like Captain Way. You know, like he's so he's what I he's cool. Uh, roll a charm roll. Uh, <laughs> this is, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna call this like a solid ten uh, on charm yeah. roll. And Jin flashes like a winning smile. This has been a weird day between Jin and Chet. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a weird day for them. Uh, you do have two adversity tokens because you just failed the other roll. It's because Chet is jealous because he actually has a crush on Joe. Mm. Uh, Triangle. Chet, Chet and Joe are fully <laughs> dating. dating. They're openly they're dating. So That's why he's being so because uh, like, their names uh, are very similar. I hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how adversity tokens work. I have a D twelve on charm, but I rolled a four. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can add an adversity token to add like a plus one to your roll, oh, uh, or if you, uh, yeah, it's not going to get you there because I think the highest you can get to is six. Well, hey, you know how adversity tokens <laughs> work. You get a third one uh, right now. Uh, as, as Chet looks at you and he's he's like. Well, can I talk to you for a minute, Hoss? Uh, yeah, of course, any time, Hoss. Okay, uh, I've, uh, I've been picking up some vibes, okay? <laughs> I, I was noticing, look, we all love to slap each other's butts here, okay? Yeah, you know? yeah, it's the powerlifting team ritual, you know? Raging wombats. Yeah. Butt pat. Yeah, but there's a difference. See, you just said pat, right? I said slap, okay? Uh -huh. There's a difference here. And I just want you to know, okay, I wanted to make sure we're on the same page, that right. I'm the one, I'm the one who gets to pat Joe. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, Chet, Chet, I am not, Joe is not, I mean, oh, no, 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 and Jin tries to overcorrect. Joe over is not what? Yep, yeah. <laughs> Z tries to overcorrect, not my type, like, at all, like, you have nothing to worry about, Joe is too, you know, like, out there, and he's just so big and, and loud and really just in people's face, that's just not, you know, I'm never, I'm not, so it, you're all, you're good. What'd you say about Joe just now? That you he's... got a problem, Hoss? You got a problem with Joe, no. Hoss? No, no, no. You got no, a problem no. with Joe? You got a problem with me? No, no, no problems here, Chet. I swear, honest. Uh, Chet like leans over and is like, "Look, you better keep your patent hands to yourself, because <laughs> right now, I'm seeing some squirt material when I look at you." No, no, Chet. No, no, I'm not a squirt. There's nothing about me that squirts. I'm Hoss all the way. <laughs> you you're telling me what you 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 ready to saddle up, Hoss? Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll prove it. Gym class, right? Yeah. Like, after lunch, I'm gonna squeeze out that PB, and I I'm gonna show you and Joe I'm not a squirt. Hoss. Yeah, you gonna bucket like a stallion, right, Hoss? Yeah, yeah. Just bucket like a Mustang. Yeah, bit and bridle. Yeah, just on that saddle. Yeah! Oh, uh, he punches through his <laughs> desk as he screams. <laughs> he screams, fuck squirts! Uh, and and in, in, Jin yeah, says, ahead. fuck squirts, and pats the desk. Like they pat butts. <laughs> <laughs> like, again with the pats? What is wrong? What is uh, the deal? I just, if we break the desks and the teachers will get mad, and we might miss gym class. 
Uh, at this point, uh, as as you guys are having this conversation, uh, your teacher comes over and is like, <sighs> another one. Uh, and uh, uh, Chet looks up, is like, oh, sorry, teach. You know, I get carried away. Uh, the teacher's like, yeah, yeah, not don't just get one of the spares. Uh, and you can see <laughs> every, the high school is so thoroughly stocked. Uh, if it's not the powerlifting team, it's the band. It's the marching band. Somebody's going to be smashing desks <laughs> inadvertently. Uh, so Chet, this is it's as as he goes to like pick one up. You can hear the teacher muttering, "It's the third one this week." Uh, <laughs> looks down at you and, and says, you know, I wish more students would take your tech. Pat. Pat is better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 But, you know, if, if Joe and Chet want to smash or slap, then that's their prerogative, right? Okay, these are words that I feel like may mean other things, and I'm not sure if I'm comfortable continuing this conversation as an adult. Oh, you don't have to worry. Just We're just talking about butts. <laughs> it's all right yeah i'm gonna go sit down uh you see the teacher go and just like like surreptitiously slide open their table pull out like a something a little small flask and take a quick sip uh <laughs> put it in and slide it uh say i really do not get paid enough for this job uh <laughs> as we uh i think at, at, uh we will move on actually to the to the lift itself um now of our high school characters who do we think do any do either of you think that you would be in I gym would... class with jim well, sorry, sorry uh, go no please jimmy go ahead uh, I was going to say, Jin and I are the same age, so there is a high probability that we are in the same gym class, but like in the same gym, gym class in a physical st- sense, not a metaphorical sense. We're, there's and two different say, classes Buck going on. Buck is a little older, <laughs> but it's still the gym time at school, and he's out running, and he's blazing ridiculously fast. Like, if you've seen Usain Bolt when he's running, and it's like, it's effortless, but he's like four lengths ahead of everybody. Like, he's literally like smiling and looking at him and stuff. It's just like, like he could possibly be an Olympian if he tried, and he doesn't at all. All right, but my, my biggest die. My so Buck's just good at all types light, of blazing. So he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie is. Um, Doing that bullshit uh, national fitness test or whatever where they make you stretch and mm-hmm. lift things. Mm-hmm. And dodgeball isn't going on, but I imagine at some point just a dodgeball comes from out of the scene and hits Jamie in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's coming from none other than Joe. Uh, Joe is essentially, and it's not even, I'm going to say it's not even a dodgeball. It is a medicine oh. ball that flies out oh. and grazes your face. Not a full, not a full Ooh. like smack. You are not suffering an injury. Uh, and I don't think Joe is trying to cause you an injury. I think he's trying to mess with you. <laughs> Joe has a medicine ball that he is bouncing against the wall. And then every, every so often when the teacher isn't looking, he will fling the thing in a way to try and just sort of graze you or bump you. Yeah, I'm not wearing my glasses uh, at gym because I'm afraid to break them, so it's hard for me to see them coming towards me. <laughs> uh, when it when it, uh, roll me a flight roll, uh, and since you're not wearing your glasses, we're gonna call this an eight. Oh boy, you gotta hit an eight. That's a two. <laughs> okay, you boom right in the temple, uh, in the middle of what you're doing, just. Uh, it is a. It was not a hard throw. These are definitely more lobs rather than like trying to just bean you with this thing. Uh, but Joe comes sauntering over and is like, 
Oh, sorry there, squirt. Uh, didn't see ya. Uh, looks like you may have uh, hit my medicine ball with your face there. Uh, you know what? Sure. Um, uh, teacher, I did like two inches on the stretch thing before he hit me in the face. Is that... Are we counting that? Yep! Okay. Um, thanks, Joe. That was... Great. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gonna... Mm-hmm. Uh... You know what you you know what you strike me as a squirt. More than that, okay. More than that. Uh, as he he leans back, he's like, you know, you're just you're so like long and lanky and like I don't know, there's something a little sneaky about you. You know what you remind me of? You remind me of a weasel. Is that you know what weasels do? Well, no, my sister would know. They go pop, uh, and at that another one hops out and opens up a little can, and a weasel flies out. <laughs> of here. Not a literal weasel, but like one of those little ca- uh, pop up cans just poof, did, into your face, and they're like, "Did you orchestrate like, this?" Yeah, fl- what? One ninety nine at Party City, baby. Uh, they jump up and chest bump, and they're like, "You got got weasel." Uh, and start, like, dancing around you. I look at the teacher, and I'm like, it's honestly better than Squirt, I think. I Okay. Is, is it possible uh, for It's not! To come? <laughs> is the teacher on their side? No! It's <laughs> 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 just, just, like, high school for real. Is it possible for Buck running up at this point, having witnessed this? It just, again... Absolutely. Dusting everybody, but not even breathing hard when he runs up, and is like... Joe, like, bro, I got, like, a question for you, dude. Like, I know you're, like, strong enough to, like, lift a lot of weight, but, like, what if you were strong enough to lift people's spirits, bro? I don't know what the heck you're saying, Squirt, but I feel insulted. I mean, low comprehension will do that, yeah. Thank you? Oh, you're welcome, dude, yeah. Okay, right on. (laughs) You know, you're you're a pretty good guy there, Buck. You're a pretty good guy. Yeah, man. Hey, you're a good guy too, dude. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. I'ma just like get I'ma get like Jamie out of here. We're gonna go like Yeah, get that weasel away from dude, here. Dude. Oh, you know a cool thing about weasels? They kill snakes. Uh there's like a pause there. Uh I'm gonna roll a brains roll. Uh <laughs> to see if he understands to see if he understands what you just said. Uh <laughs> He he exploded. Uh, oh, no. I'm gonna roll oh. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pauses for a moment and he's like, "So that's what a metaphor is." And he's just like very distracted for when he's like, "Oh, dude, you, did you just insult me with words?" I mean, like, aren't like all insults based with words though? No, I usually insult people physically. Yeah, my face feels pretty insulted. Yeah, see. Oh, I get it. I get Wait, it. Wait, no, yeah. assaulted. That's... Sorry. I get the two mixed up. Yeah. Wait, what was the first word you said? Insulted. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, cool, bro. So we're just going to, like, be not here. So <laughs> okay, cool. well, and I got to be. Sort of like... Yeah, go ahead. He's like, <laughs> I, I got to gotta be. I got to be. Jamie's back. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, yeah, good for you. You know, you're, yeah. you may have just kind of hurt my feelings a little bit with words, but I also respect Hoss. Uh, you, like, walk away. Uh, he's like, Hoss? now I gotta go watch my buddy smash their PR! 
uh, and stomps off towards where Jin is. Yeah. Is Jin anywhere where I can see them uh, preparing for this? Yeah, I think the gym teacher uh, has walked over to Jin, uh, who I think is, uh, you could describe what Jin is doing as part of their preparation routine. I would just say, I just yell, dip, grip, and rip, Jen, if that's good. Otherwise, like, dip, but don't rip. I don't know. Good luck, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Buck. Thanks, Buck. I'm going to crush this astagrass. Astagrass, baby. Astagrass. Easy way. Easy. Light, 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 light. And I think there's, uh, like, music blasting. Before you, before you go any further, before you go any further, the teacher says, get the grass! <laughs> uh, and a student runs in and literally brings in some grass. He's like... <laughs> Now you're ready! I, and pats you on the back. I quickly turn yeah, to a buck yeah, and I'm like, this. is his lifting always so horny? <laughs> I mean, like, I wouldn't put my ass on grass, but, like, I'm not here to, like, tell somebody how they should partake, you know? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, I think this whole time while that exchange was happening, Jin was trying to get in the headspace because they lost their mojo. They lost their momentum throughout the day mm-hmm. from the warm-up. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get it back. They're pacing in front of the squat rack, occasionally looking over to where Joe and Jamie and Buck are. There was a moment where it looked like they opened their mouth and they had reached out a hand, but then quickly snatched it back as soon as they saw Buck like come in and they like sort of nodded very quickly like, Buck's got it. Buck's got it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to. Yeah. Buck's got it. Uh, and they move back toward the squat box. And now they're just like pacing like a caged animal as like back in black is just blasting from a boom box. I think just going, just going, just going. Yeah. And like even the coach maybe like totally enables this kind of diggish behavior. Uh, and yeah. there's uh, there's a squat bar loaded up with, let's see, teenage teenager, 16 years old. I think they're trying for... 245 uh, on, on right. the bar. Okay. Um, I imagine that the coach and probably Joe has is leading everyone in a chorus of back in black uh, as you're doing this. They're just screaming along with Brian Johnson right now, just absolutely screeching, uh, trying to get you hyped up. Uh, the 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 uh, the powerlifting team. Each one is as you're like getting all loosened, is walking by and just giving you the hardest slap on the butt. It's like <laughs> you can do it, Hoss. <laughs> <laughs> they, they it's whistle. good if it hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they get underneath the bar, like they like squanch up their traps a little bit. They uh, uh, they like jerk the bar against the the rack. Uh, there's like chalk coming off in plumes from where they chalked their back <laughs> and from their hands. They're like moving it up, moving it, moving it, moving it. And they like get underneath it. There's a pause as that like those words again ring in their head. Jin or Joe, Jin or Joe, and they say, "Stop! Wait! 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 Twenty more on the bar." Come on, tens on each side. Twenty more on the bar. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, they, I think there's like a pause, and then the gym teacher's like, "You heard him. Get the weight." Uh, and people just come running in, immediately start sliding them on. Uh, and there's twenty more pounds added. Uh, Joe walks up and is like, "You sure about this, Hoss? It's yeah, not man. worth getting hurt over." Yeah, Hoss, I, I got this. I got this. No, I get spotters, right? They're spotters for a reason. We've got, we've got those arm thingies. Uh, he puts his hand on your shoulder, and he's like, You look me in the eye right now. You are not a squirt. You'll never be a squirt. You're the main person that I can rely on on this team. 
Don't tell Chet, okay? Uh, yeah, never in a thousand years would I ever tell Chet you said that to me. Do not blow this. I uh, I turn to Buck and I say, five dollars, no, two, three dollars says that uh, their knees snap back uh, when they try to do this. Oh no. I mean, I only got 20s, but like, I'm not going to bet, bet against Jen though. Like, right. that's cool. And we're on. Uh, as, as we cut back to, to Jin and Joe, uh, Joe's got his hand on your, on your shoulder and he's like, you can do this hoss. And then raises his hand above his head for a mighty slap, uh, and a reverberating, but this is not just like an empty, like, this is not just a flat slap. He cups and he's like, he leans in and whispers, I support you. And then gives you a little squeeze uh, and walks away uh, and stands there as they all start uh, immediately going back into the back and black chorus. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I'm not going to let you down. I got this. And they get underneath the bar and their eyes are closed. That's the thing about Jin. Whenever they try for a personal best, they always keep their eyes closed for the entire lift. They can't open them because they're so scared that they'll see themselves fail. They can't even imagine it. So they get underneath the bar, they like squanch up their shoulders, and the image I think that's in their head to like get them through this is actually as they get up and they take a step out and they walk out, like their arms are trembling a little, their legs are trembling a little, this is 20 pounds heavier than their usual max. They take in a deep breath and they hold the image of themselves telling Joe, you're a fucking bag of dicks, you know that? And they go down. Oh, okay. Roll a brawn roll. Uh, this is going to be a 15. How, how does it? Okay, I'm going to adversity. I have three, you have three of those points. You have three adversity yeah. tokens. What are you rolling for brawn? A d20? A d20, yeah. Ooh. Okay, so essentially you want to get as high as possible on this. Come on, big money. That is a natural 16. Ooh! Oh! Describe for me how Jin, uh, how Jin completes this squat. Because I think my roll was so close to the DC. Technically, it's a mm-hmm. seventeen because of the plus one. Uh, I right. think there's a moment where they go to the bottom and they they break parallel, right? And then they go up, mm-hmm. and there's like a moment where it seems like it's gonna be easy, and then they hitch. Like, they don't go back down, but they hit, like, a stopping point where it's, like, their quads are burning. They can hear people screaming. Like, ACDC is blasting. <laughs> that medicine ball is rolling like a tumbleweed in the background. <laughs> and they're letting out a... <laughs> and they force themselves up past that choking point. And I think they say out loud without meaning to, you fucking bag of dicks! And they go all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think you make it to the top. Uh, there's like a, a moment, almost like uh, you have just flown into the air, like leapt a thousand feet into the air, and you're just floating there, suspended for a moment, looking around at the clouds. Uh, the world below you, you know, miles below you, it feels like. Uh, and the room is just frozen. Uh, and the teacher's like, Pagadix! <laughs> uh, and you just hold it. Uh, they charge forward, uh, grab like they immediately grab the bar, help you walk forward, uh, set it back. Uh, they the powerlifting team surrounds you, and the rest of the gym is chanting Jin, 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 
Jin! Uh, and uh, Joe, like, hoists you up onto his shoulder. He's like, yeah, this is my best buddy, Jin, right here! Uh, and people are like, oh. There's, like, a pause, and then he's like, uh, yeah! It's so strong! And people are like, yeah, 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 yeah! Uh, but you can tell there's, like, a little bit of whispering, like, does Chet know about this? Uh, like people going back and forth uh, as he's like carrying you around with the full like yeah. Uh, cutting back over to Jane, uh, cutting back over to Jamie and Buck. Yeah, go ahead. I would just like the record to show I do have squats tomorrow, and if I get stuck, I'm just gonna yell at your fucking back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I already did like, leg day today, just, yeah. so exactly. Dang yeah. it! Just you just hate to come out of the hole. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, uh... Right. <laughs> I'm holding three one dollar bills to uh, Buck that I have pulled out of my short shorts, my my tiny little baby <laughs> short shorts. Yeah, <laughs> just, just full John McEnroe I, I, short shorts. When 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 he gets ready to hand it to me, I'm like, ah, oh, nah, dude, buy something cool for Kim. All right, okay. Well, I can't focus on this. Ha, what? But. but buy something cool for Kim. Don't just like hold on to that cash. I'm gonna ask her later. Uh, fine, fine. All right, whatever. Um, can we get out of here? I mean, like, I don't know what time class is over, but I don't think anybody's paying attention. Cool. It's cool. Let's just, yeah. Yeah, I gotta wash up. <laughs> and then, and then I, I look at them over there, and I'm like, you think, like, Chet's gonna be, like, jealous or whatever? Like, I mean, like, I, I don't get, like, attachment to, like life much less individuals but like you think that's gonna be like a problem for jen later can, if that's like i can with full confidence tell you i don't care the the triangle dynamic of whatever goes on there like i don't know jen wants to leave anyways so what does it matter jen wants to leave where i don't know they're never mind the those assholes are i don't know fuck it whatever yeah, let's go, like, it's, like, just movie time, right? Trivia, like, tell me some more facts. Tell me some more facts. And I'm, like, very much trying to, like, bring them away from the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, what's, how you pronounce that? Like, I don't know. You told me to just go with it, and I'm going to just go with it. Did you know that, that the blob was made with a weather balloon? Uh, but there's also a, there's a jar of, there's a jug full of blob that's, it's, I tried to get it, but they wouldn't let me get it. Ugh. as the pair of you are walking away from the throng of people chanting Jin's name uh, it is full ending of Rudy right now Um, the uh, could you both uh, please as you are walking away from that group could both of you please roll me hmm you know what we haven't rolled flight let's roll flight is it because I'm not even sure what the the requisite one in this case would be, but I'm calling I'm gonna call it flight. What is the difficulty? Uh, the difficulty is seven. Nice. I Ooh. got a six well, and exploded, I, and then got a one, so that's a seven. <laughs> I I got a twelve. I don't know if I have a bonus to it because that is my d twenty. But I mean, yeah. Okay, so both of you succeed. So as you are walking away, um, I'm imagining that the gymnasium, uh, it's not too cold yet. So, um, well, you, you tell me, is this an indoor gymnasium? Is it entirely indoor or is there outdoor as well? Is there an outdoor portion? Uh, 
I would think since it gets so cold in Ohio that mm-hmm. it's probably it it is big enough for all the kids to be inside. Yeah. But uh, here in September, it's probably a mixture of kids being in and out. Okay, so you can see uh, the the door the double doors are open. Kids have been going in and out. Both of you glimpse uh, an unfamiliar figure standing outside, uh, gazing into the building. Uh, you see a black woman uh, about five foot eight with a pirate style bandana uh, an eye patch over one eye a long uh, leather duster style jacket carrying a rather shiny looking umbrella wearing fingerless gloves looking if Grimness could be incarnated into a human being. It would be incarnated into her as she looks staring into the school intently. And you can see that she affixes both of you with her eye just as a couple of students pass by. And as those students pass by, she is gone. Ahoy, matey! Oh, whoa. Yep. And and that is where we will end this session. Ah! <laughs> Ooh, what a time <laughs> what a wild wild time um, well that is it uh, for this particular episode of uh, Big Trouble in Little Menus uh, let's go ahead and run around and do some plugs uh, starting with you Connie yeah, you got it. Uh, I have been Connie. My pronouns are they, he, and she. You can find me across the internet at by Connie Chong, uh, namely Twitter and TikTok. And I would like to wreck on something, if that's okay with you, Jeremy. I would Please like to do. amend something because I think I have been lowballing how much Jin would actually be able to lift because I'm thinking like a 16-year-old. I mean, they're not that strong, right? Nay, <laughs> a Google search yields that actually... I should add like a hundred to that lift. So I think it's closer yeah. to like three sixty-five. If that is okay mm. with you as a squat, if I'm hundred percent okay they're with really that. Like freakishly strong. Okay, yeah. that's it. That's and, a fun. And Jin is kind of Jin's kind of short anyway, so I imagine yes. like I, it might be yes. easier in some ways to lift that kind of weight, just compactness. Definitely, so. like a, sh- a short, muscular Asian king is, is what I'm imagining <laughs> yeah. uh, for for Zem. But yeah, uh, I've been Connie. You can catch me on Transplanar RPG as the GM and creative producer. That is an all transgender POC led Dungeons and Dragons dark fantasy show set in an original non colonial anti Orientalist world. We do stream Saturdays at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time right over on Twitch at Transplanar RPG. And we have a podcast that releases at 5 a.m. Eastern, Tuesdays and Thursdays, wherever you pod your casts, if that's how you prefer to listen to shows. Uh, outside of that, uh, I'm working on a game. I'm working on a dark fantasy, uh, holy punk game called God Killer. Uh, it is a PBTA game for one player, the God Killer, and one GM, the God They Gotta Kill. Uh, so that's going to be uh, the Ashcans coming out with Magpie Games sometime early next year, I hope. Fingers crossed. And outside of that, I am a narrative designer with Bungie. Uh, so yeah, I'd like to do game stuff, and I'm a big nerd. Uh, follow me and say hello. I'm going to pass along introductions over to Margaret. Hey, 
I'm Margaret Crone. You can find me at Margaret Crone in all the places um, or something like that. Uh, I do lots of tabletop stuff. So if you're interested in checking out some other things, um, go go follow me and I'll let you know whenever I'm live. Um, I also make games and video games for a living. I'm working on a project called Ashes of Creation, which you can find at Ashes of Creation in all the places. And I'm working on the second edition of Witches and Spellcraft, which you can find the original over on Drive Through RPG. And I'm the CMO for Roll For It, where we play tons of tabletop RPGs and we like to just tell great stories. So I hope to see you around and I will pass things over the baton, one might say, to Char. Hey everybody, I'm Charlene Bear. I go by Char. My pronouns are she, they, and today I was playing Kimberly. Um, you can find me on social media at Charlene Bear. Uh, otherwise, I'm the DM of Tabletop Titties, a queer and feminist TTRPG show that streams twice a week on Twitch at Tabletop Titties with double Ds. I'm also the creator of Drinking and Screaming, a queer and feminist horror uh, podcast where we review a different horror movie and make a cocktail to match every week. B-Dave was on that show uh and we hope uh, i extend the invitation to all of you to come and guest if you love horror there's gonna be tons of horror references <laughs> in this uh mini arc for sure so check that out and i'll pass it over to my co-host kelly hello i'm kelly my pronouns are they them and i am the mind right on most things except for uh hive which in the future i'm sure is the number one social media platform now uh and i am kelly right on there also people who are only listening to the podcast can't see the fact that my wig that was supposed to be 80s has receded into my toque and now just looks how my hair looked when i before i came out and it's very upsetting <laughs> oh no pull it down uh, pull it down oh no it's it's disappearing away uh but i am uh, the storyteller uh for titties by night on uh, Tabletop TV's channel. Uh, TBN is an actual play show that follows a group of vampire supernatural investigators in the Victorian era London. We use the Vampire the Masquerade system, but we turned the whole thing on its head. We've shattered the Camarilla, built connections with the werewolves, and started a community-driven government in the city. So you, if you love Vampire the Masquerade and want to experience a chill supernatural take on it, make sure to follow Tabletop Titties. And I will follow... Uh, or I will pass this on to uh, another VTM expert who is fuming at our changes, uh, B. Dave Walters. What? Huh? <laughs> the, the bear Sorry. himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, B. Dave Walters. I say words about things. I'm all over the place. I'm at B. Dave Walters on all the things. I was uh, Buck Adams, who's just going with the flow, man. And uh, pending when you hear this, I'm sure I'm doing something interesting <laughs> that you can probably hear me talking about on Twitter, assuming the servers haven't burned to the ground by the time this comes out, in which case I'll be on Hive, Facebook, and literally everywhere else. All right. Uh, and I have been Jeremy Cobb, uh, your very neighborhood GM. Uh, you can follow m this show that you're listening to right now on all of the social medias uh, uh, via the, the, the name. I forgot words. Uh, the name at three black halflings. That's the number three black halflings. And you can follow me on Twitter uh, and uh, Hive at Jeremy Cobb one Cobb with two B's number one. Uh, and also on Instagram somewhere. Go find it. Uh, every time somebody does, it brings me joy. Uh, yeah, and I think uh, that just about wraps up this particular round of, uh, of uh, Big Trouble Little Manus. We will see you for the exciting second episode, or third episode, excuse me. We've done third two already. Episode. Third episode. Next time. So long, Shire folk. 
Uh, you all can say no so long, shire so, folk. So, so long, shire, shire folk. Dong, shire folk. Hey, we're all halflings today. That was a headgum podcast.